spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor who makes diving catch. And I ain't even need to You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Drive all the left and deep. And up the This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer, we got this. The second eye-popping play, wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? David Vesey. Welcome to the Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck show as we get you set for game two of this three-game series between the Dodgers and Mets at City Field. Your Los Angeles Dodgers are the first team to 90 wins after their 4-3 victory last night. They have the best record in baseball, 90-38. and Their first place in the NL West by gazillion, actually 20 games. And their magic number to clinch the NL West is at 14. Tonight, Tyler Anderson will be on the mound for the Dodgers, going up against one of baseball's best in Jacob deGrom. First pitch from City Field in Queens, New York, is coming up at 4-10. Over the next hour here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck, you'll hear from Dodgers manager Dave Roberts. We'll preview the pitching matchup. In 30 minutes, it'll be your chance to play the Six Flags thrilling play of the game contest. And also, I'll go one-on-one with former Dodger and Met Todd Zeal and also we'll check in in a few minutes with Tim Nevert and Rick Monday who will be on the call tonight from City Field yesterday in New York it was all about Gavin Lux Lux had a big day driving in three of the Dodger four runs none bigger than the one in the top of the seventh inning with two outs after Mets manager Buck Showalter intentionally walked Will Smith to have Lux face lefty reliever Jolice Rodriguez with the game tied at three and runners at the corners payoff pitch and this ball is hit in the center field a base hit for Lux on a 3-2 pitch he reached for it knocks it into center Freeman scores and the Dodgers lead it four to three that was the difference in the game as the Dodgers beat the Mets in game one of this three game series four to three Jake Reed Saved his first game of his career last night against the team that DFA'd him twice this season. And he certainly showed his emotions after the final out. But to get there, he needed some help. After Eduardo Escobar's single to lead off the ninth inning, Reed was very erratic in the strike zone against left-handed Daniel Vogelbach. Vogelbach, though, did Reed a favor by swinging at ball four. Vogelbach, a 234 hitter. Standing in against Jake Reed in the bottom of the ninth. Here comes the pitch. Payoff. Swung on and a ground ball towards second. Once he has it, he will tag Escobar, who slid in front of him. Throw to first. That's a double play. Escobar ran himself into the out. And the fans were headed to the subway after that as the Dodgers were able to close out the Mets 4-3. to three. Think about this. Yesterday, the Dodgers called up two journeyman pitchers to kind of manage the workload of their bullpen. Heath Hembry got the win. 
Jake Reed got the save. Today, game two of this three-game series from Queens, New York, Tyler Anderson against Jacob deGrom. First pitch coming up at 4:10, And with more, we check in with Tim Neverd and Rick Monday at City Field. David, thank you very much. We get you ready for game two of this three-game series, the Dodgers and the Mets. The Dodgers, the first team to 90 wins in Major League Baseball. In fact, they're the fifth team since the end of World War II to win at least 90 of their first 128 games. The 2017 Dodgers, the last team to do it, 2001 Mariners, 1998 Yankees, and the 1954 Cleveland Club are the only teams to accomplish the feat in that span. So when you look at what this team has done in terms of the win column and what they've been doing at the big league level, setting 52 games over 500 to start this one tonight, it truly has been remarkable so far this season as we wrap up the month of August. The numbers just continue to add and add and add up. And uh, for the Dodgers, another number that was really in the key, besides the fact that they won one run victory, but their 37th come from behind win. And everybody's kind of looking at this. Is this a precursor with the Dodgers and the Mets to what might be the National League Championship Series? There's a lot of uh, water has to go into the bridge before we reach that point. But two very talented teams and the Dodgers, as you mentioned, with 90 victories. But that just really kind of scratches the surface. There are 22 wins, just five losses. And here we are in the final month of uh, the final day, should say, of the month of August. So 22 and five this month. Very low ERA, very high batting average this month, and the uh, the blue machine just continues to move along. And Mookie Betts had a double last night, walked twice, so on base three times out of his five plate appearances. And while he didn't homer, he has had himself a great month of August here as we get set to flip the calendar. He just continues to do all kinds of things. Uh, struck out to, to, to start the ball game off. The Dodgers left a runner on base in that first inning, and then the Mets, they got uh, two batters into the ball game. A misplay on an error and a throw by Andrew Heaney, who uh, pitched a, a good ball game in the five innings. The uh, the three runs on the seven hits gave his ball club a chance to uh, to win. But Dodgers are down very quickly in this ball game and uh, able to come back and sustain it. But it's a pretty good top of this order when you look at Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman. And tonight will be Will Smith back in the number four spot behind the plate doing the catching. One thing certainly the Mets have to be aware of is the fact that Trey Turner went 0 for 5 in the ball game last night. He doesn't do that very often and also doesn't go back to back games without getting at least one hit. Yeah, somebody's going to get on base and Will Smith has a, an extremely high percentage of number of at bats this year with at least one runner on base with Messrs. Betts, Turner, and Freeman. Hopefully the theme song is going to continue tonight, but they know full well they have a tough customer going for the Mets, and that being Jacob DeGrom, who has a very high-velocity fastball, but the Dodgers uh, with Tyler Anderson. Anderson, by the way, trying to pick up his 14th victory of the season. Yeah, Justin Turner back in the lineup. Had the day off yesterday. In fact, uh, Dave Roberts said with a late arrival yesterday, just get to the park when you can. Uh, don't worry about it. And, uh, you know, he's got that nine-game streak, as we mentioned, during his nine-game hitting streak, hitting 405. So the veteran back out there, third base tonight. Yeah, he's going to be there. And for the Dodgers, uh, pretty much uh, the same lineup. Gavin Lux had a big night in last night's ball game. He'll bat in the number seven spot, again at second base. Joey Gallo gets the start in left field, and Cody Bellinger will be in center. Bellinger, by the way, batting in the number nine spot tonight. Max Muncy is the designated hitter. Well, you talk about taking one for the team, and since David Vassay was injured August 17th in Milwaukee, the Dodgers are 10-3. and three. And might be the curse of Vassay, 
because the Brewers are a game under 500 at 6-7 and seven since that moment. Yeah, Joey Gallo took one for the team last night. Bases loaded, hit by a pitch, and that was a, a big uh, third run in that third inning for this Dodger ball club. So, yeah, we're going to trade things around. We'll be able to check on David Vassay up close and personal on Friday as the Dodgers return home to Dodger Stadium. Jacob deGrom, Tyler Anderson, the pitching matchup, the Mets and Dodgers, game two of this three-game series. Back to you, David. Thanks, Tim. And I guess when you're going as good as the Dodgers, anybody can do anything, and they're going to have a lot of wins. Coming up over the next hour on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll check in with manager Dave Roberts. You'll hear from Todd Zeal, former Dodger and Met, who's now an analyst for SNY. And don't forget, we got the Six Flags Thrilling Play of the Game contest. Dodgers and Mets, first pitch at 410 from City Field. I'm David Vassay, and this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. Game two of this three game series between the Mets and Dodgers from City Field is coming up at 410. Tyler Anderson against Jacob DeGrom. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Kirsten joins us now from City Field, and she's brought to us by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's Cars with a K, and it's Kirsten with a K. Kirsten and the Dodgers were out at the brand-new Jackie Robinson Museum in Manhattan. Kirsten, tell us about it. Awesome, David. I mean, just to go in, obviously we know the history of Jackie Robinson, the baseball player, and everything he means to the Dodgers organization. And we get to celebrate, you know, um, and all the players are wearing 42 on Jackie Robinson Day and to have that Dodger Stadium, that's something that's it's really incredible and to have opportunities to have met the Robinson family, whether it's been Rachel or Sharon or David and all of them. But to be in the museum and to really learn more about Jackie, just about the life that he lived and what he was so passionate about, everything from social rights and uh, uh, job equality and home equality, all these different things that I don't think are really, like, at the forefront of his story because more often you're just hearing the baseball side, the color barrier side, and, yes, the civil rights movement and things like that, but to see everything he was a part of, uh, the businesses that he was a part of and how he really was looking to help establish and, and continue this lack of wealth, uh, it was fantastic to see. And just to see the guys taking all the information in, um, it, it was a pleasure to be a part of and, um, and to witness. So it was awesome. Yeah, so what was the reaction to the players? Because so many times today, players are not aware about the history of the game. So what was their reaction to getting educated on the history of Jackie Robinson? Yeah, I mean, I think for everyone, it was just, they were just taking it in. Um, everyone, and Mookie Betts was there, David Price, and for them just to see the journey and the hardships, and obviously you have those moments where you're reminded of, you know, the 16-hour bus rides that he would take, whether that like, in spring training or even for games and stuff like that. Just when you hear it and when you are watching it kind of play out and how they have the museum set up, to me, I think the guys were just so engaged. You know, you could tell that they really enjoyed learning it. And even with us talking to Will and his wife a little bit while they, we were there, and for them, they were like, it's just really cool to take this in. And it's very digestible. And 
um, no, they really enjoyed it. They had some fun. And obviously, like, not everyone was there. A few guys did go to the U.S. Open this morning. Uh, but they all had a lot of fun, and uh, they're really glad they got to see it. And they, are, they got to see it because it's not officially open just yet to, to the public. So they got a nice little um, private viewing and a tour. So they had fun. I can definitely tell you that. And everyone did a little shopping in the front. They got all their 42 hats and stuff and some shirts and whatever they needed. They got some fun gear. All right. Awesome. Great experience. Kirsten, thanks a lot for sharing that with us. We'll catch up with you after the game. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. There she goes, Kirsten Watson, who is live in New York, sounded like she was in the camera well out there at City Field. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll preview today's pitching matchup. Plus, you'll hear from Todd Zeal. Up next, we'll get you your latest Dodger injury report and check in with Dodger manager Dave Roberts. Dodgers and Mets coming up at 410. I'm David Vasse, and this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Mets coming up at 410 from City Field. A great pitching matchup tonight. Tyler Anderson and Jacob deGrom under the Big Apple lights. The L.A. Dodgers injury report brought to you by UCLA Health. This Dodger injury report presented by UCLA Health, the official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Tony Gonsolin, in case you missed it, was scratched from his start on Monday in Miami with a right forearm strain. The good news is Gonsolin doesn't believe it's going to be more than two starts that he will miss. Also, Blake Trinan is expected to be activated off the injured list on Friday when the Dodgers return home from this road trip. He has thrown in seven rehab games at Oklahoma City. I know some of the beat writers are panicking over the fact that his velocity was down last night at OKC, but Blake told me before he went out on this rehab assignment that even if his velocity is not where it was before his right shoulder injury, he believes he can find a way to get out. Let's head back out now to New York to the manager's office to check in with the Dodger manager, Dave Roberts. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be a tough... It's a challenge. Um, he's obviously... You know, when he's out there, he's probably the best uh, guy you'll see. Uh, um... A lot of strikeouts, lot, uh, very few walks. Um, I, I think it's just like anything, it's controlling the strike zone. He has a, a very good ability to get ahead, and then he expands. And uh, when you've got electric stuff, you have a, obviously there's a higher likelihood of, of hitters chasing. Um, so, you know, it's probably one of those things you've got to try to get him early and um, hopefully try to, you know, get a big hit here or there. But controlling the zone, which is obviously tough because uh, – this is, a, this is a big ask tonight. I know with this team, I don't think rise to the occasion is the right word because I always show up, but whenever they are facing a, a top pitcher in the league, it's always a little bit more fun, whether it's the offense gets going, anything, just the matchup. Do, do these games kind of make you excited, just knowing what you could be seeing from this team today? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that any time you get a front row seat to watch uh, – 
you know, Jacob DeGrom pitch, you're excited. I think our guys are looking forward to the challenge. Um, you know, just in the moment right now, it's going to be fun, but also you're trying to uh, gather information uh, from a potential playoff opponent. Um, so, and I'm sure Jake is going to be doing the same thing uh, with our guys. So, um, again, and we got a good guy who's having a great year, and Tyler Anderson is going to, I know he's excited about it. Um, it, it's going to be a fun game, and last night, uh, if it's any kind of uh, prelude to tonight, uh, there's going to be a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, and it should be a good ball game. Big ask. Big ask. Yeah, it's a big ask for Jacob DeGrom to face the best lineup in baseball. You got a pretty good lineup, Dave Roberts. Down in the dugout with Dave Roberts, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealth.com today. When we continue, we will check in with my guy, Andre Ethier. Get some hitting lessons from Ethier, leading you up to first pitch between the Dodgers and Mets at 410, right here on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your home for the blue all season long. We are getting you set for a very exciting matchup between the two best teams in the National League. Tyler Anderson for the Dodgers, Jacob DeGrom for the Mets. First pitch from City Field coming up at 410. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. We're brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealers to learn more. Well, the other day we caught up with Andre Ethier, and not only is he seeing the Dodgers having a lot of fun in that dugout, he's also seeing a change of attitude in their approach at the plate. Andre, a few players told me there was a hitters meeting in Cincinnati when they were not delivering with runners in scoring position early in the season, and there were a few things said. Among them was, put the iPads down and get up on the top railing. How much of a difference do you believe that has on not only the Dodgers, but any team, just not staring at that iPad and being individual, being more team? Yeah, I think, you know, you can get an idea of what's going on. Those iPads are great. When you're seeing what the pitcher has from different angles and getting to see the breaks, getting to see the movements, all that stuff that goes on. But that could be different of what you're actually seeing out there on the field currently. Everyone knows, you know, you can have a guy who's lights out and then that day he's in the field it and he might not have his best stuff. And you're going up there being a left-handed hitter, knowing that he, you know, this reliever throws – a slider 80% of the time to left-handed hitters in this count. But if you're not paying attention, actually what's going on, you're sitting there getting that off the iPad and knowing that he might not be feeling his slider today. He doesn't have control of it, doesn't have feeling, he can't throw it. And you're not necessarily processing that because you're not seeing it firsthand of what's going on. You know, there's a, there's a perfect example of, hey, we know what he has. Take a look. Look at the iPad. But once, this, once these pitches start getting going on, once the inning's going and your teammates are battling, Get up on the top step, um, you know, cheer on your teammate, pay attention, um, you know, know the situation, know what you have, and, and know what the guy is and what he's doing and what he's trying to execute out there. Are the best scouting reports from teammates that actually experience it before you go to the plate in the batter's box that day? Because as you know, 
history is one thing, but what's happening in the moment could be a lot different. Yeah, one hundred percent, and that's 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 what you gotta see. You gotta see uh, a firsthand scouting report. I think everyone at this level sitting in that bench is has seen enough pitches, has been enough situation where they can see a pitch from a dugout and see, you know, know who's up to bat, know what they're capable of doing and get a pretty good determination of what that pitcher's strengths and weaknesses are um, over the course of that at bat or course of a couple at bats by paying attention that way. And um, yeah, it's nice to see some behind the, behind the pitcher angles, behind home plate angles, all that stuff. But, you know, we're, we're going up there and we're doing something by seed and hit it. And, uh, you know, there's there's something to be said when you're sitting there on the bench on the top step, seeing it for yourself, preparing and uh, knowing there's a like, you know, hitter, like-minded hitter up there facing that pitcher, having that bat before you, and you get a chance to pick his brain and see what he, you know, what he saw. All right, there's Andre Ethier, and to hear the full conversation with the former Dodger, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app. Dodger fans, I need three contestants right now for the Six Flags Thrilling Play of the Game contest, 866-987-2570. You predict which player and which inning the thrilling play will happen in tonight's game, and you could win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain, 866 866- 987-2570. Dodgers and Mets are right around the corner. First pitch from City Field is coming up at 410. I'm David Vasse, and this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of LA Dodgers Baseball. We are getting you closer to first pitch between the Dodgers and Mets. Game two of this three-game series between the two best teams in the National League. First pitch from City Field is coming up at 4:10. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single-rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, we're in August. You know how this works. You name the player in the inning, and you could win a pair of season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Let's start out with George in L.A. Who you got, George? I got Will Smith on the eighth inning. All right, Will Smith in the eighth inning. Let's go out to Daniel. Who's your pick in which inning? Uh, I got Mookie Betts in the ninth inning. Now, Mookie's a pretty good call these days. He's one of the hottest hitters in all of Major League Baseball. Let's finish up with Oliver. Oliver, who's your pick? I got Triple F, Freddie Freeman in the fifth. Woo! I like it, Oliver. One of the big three. Good luck to all three of our contestants in the Six Flags Thrilling Play of the Game contest. And remember to conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else at Six Flags Magic Mountain. The Dodgers Road to Blue October. All right, the push for the postseason is on. You know the Dodgers are going to be in there. They have the best record in baseball at 90-38. and 38. That's 10 games better than the Mets. So the Dodgers are looking like they are going to have 
home field advantage throughout the National League postseason. The way it looks the rest of the National League postseason forecast, the Mets are going to play the winner of the of the third wild card spot. So the Mets are going to play the probably the Padres because right now they have a two-game lead on the Brewers, but Milwaukee is just a game back of San Diego in the loss column. As far as the Dodgers go, uh, they are going to play the winner of the Braves Philly series. Best of three series between those two NL East teams. So the Cardinals and Padres are in a first round wild card series matchup right now, while the Dodgers are going to play more than likely the winner of the Braves and Phillies best of three series. The Dodgers are driving towards a blue October, just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and strong. Get boosted. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with my guy, Rick Monday, back in the saddle on the radio side as we lead you up to first pitch between the Dodgers and Mets at 410. I'm David Vasse, and this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. Tyler Anderson and Jacob DeGrom is the pitching matchup tonight in Queens. First pitch at City Field is coming up at 4:10. Dodger baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos, the triple play of flavor. On game night, feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll get you the keys to the game, plus a preview of tonight's pitching matchup, but first... And now, joined by David Basse, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Well, that was quite an opening act in the Big Apple last night, Rick. The Dodgers getting the one-run win, and the little things played into the Dodgers getting the win. You know, David, it was a victory last night, but I tell you what, just listening to you, you seem to have a little extra hitch in your giddy-up today. I, I don't know what it is, but you, boy, you sound enthusiastic. Um, I, I don't know if some of the Dodger hitters are extremely enthusiastic. Maybe their their thumbs are not, uh, because Jacob DeGrom, who, by the way, uh, ranges somewhere between 96 miles an hour and 102 miles an hour, he will be pitching for the, the New York Mets, but Tyler Anderson in search of his 14th victory. But, yes, uh, alluding to last night's ballgame, did not start out particularly well in that first inning. A, a very costly error led to a run, just uh, actually uh, two batters into the ballgame. And uh, the Mets had the lead. But for the Dodgers, hey, it was their uh, another comeback win, their 37th of the season. And uh, things went very well. And they were able to have, uh, well, the mystery guest, sign in please when they leave the bullpen and come out of the mound yeah no doubt heath hembry got the win and jake reed had his first career save and they were just called up yesterday from the minor leagues as journeymen yeah exactly so 12 hours prior to their appearances on the field here at city field in new york they were not even on the roster and uh, the the dodgers came in talk about being shorthanded it was four possibly five arms out of the bullpen that were down they were not going to be used regardless of what took place in the score in last night's ball game. But this uh, Dodger ball club, David, just continues to find ways to win games. They've now won since the All-Star break. They've gone 29 wins and only eight losses. And on the road, 
The last 25 games, they've won 19 and lost only six away from Dodger Stadium. Rick, wasn't last night an indication that the Dodgers are going to prioritize the workload of their pitching staff over a win in August or as we turn the calendar to September? Possibly. Uh, t- tomorrow, Clayton Kershaw will come off the injured list. And is that the point in time that now we see the Dodgers go ahead and flex their muscles because of their record and say, hey, look, we're now going to go into a six-man starting rotation mode to give extra day rest to all of the Dodgers starting pitchers. And then eventually the Dodgers will have to make a decision. Uh, It may be a difficult one, but they have the opportunity to make the decision. Is it who stays in the rotation for postseason and who may go to the bullpen and fortify the arms down there? Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Rick, you're at City Field. That is the home of the New York Mets, the team that Gil Hodges, the recently inducted Hall of Famer, managed to the 1969 World Series championship. And we all know Gil will always be remembered as one of the boys of summer. Absolutely, and a great Hall of Famer in his playing career with the Dodgers, and it was on this date, 1950, uh, and it took place at Ebbets Field. It was against the Braves, and Gil Hodges became just the fourth major leaguer in the century to hit four home runs in one game. Uh, It's also tying a major league record, 17 stolen bases in that ball game as well. So the Dodgers' first baseman, the four home runs, he hit off different Boston uh, pitchers, and uh, each time Carl Ferrillo was aboard every time that he hit one of those four. So uh, four different pitchers, four home runs, and Carl Ferrillo was on base, his teammate, every time he left the field at Ebbets Field on this date, 1950, hit four out of the ballpark. Rick, the few times that I have been with you back to City Field, it always strikes me how much of the Brooklyn Dodgers history is ingrained in the rotunda right there when you walk into City Field. Absolutely. But it is amazing also the number of Dodger fans, currently Dodger fans, that were here very early this afternoon. And uh, it it is part of the history here. Keep in mind also, David, that when the Dodgers, before they decided officially to move to Los Angeles, there was the opportunity to move right here to Queens. But uh, Walter O'Malley turned that down, the option, and that's when the Dodgers finally decided, hey, look, we are going to move west along with the Giants. That's right. Robert Moses, the city planner back there in New York, wanted the Dodgers to go to Queens in that area, but Walter O'Malley had the great vision of being where the Barclays Center is right now, where the Brooklyn Nets play. So I guess, again, his vision was correct. You know, David Bassey, you're becoming more of a historian each and every day. We learn from you, my friend, and uh, a couple more days we will see you up close and personal again. We're delighted that uh, your recovery has gone very well with the surgery and uh, have a chance to talk to you tomorrow and then see you on Friday. Whenever you talk through the radio, Rick, I just put my ribs right up to the speaker and the healing just is immense. Yeah, well, just stay off the slides, pal. <laughs> Will do. No more slides, Rick. Thanks a lot. <laughs> still, Take care, pal. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Tim Neverd and Rick Monday will also have the keys to the game later in the show. But next, we'll go high and tight with former Dodger, now analyst for SNY, the one and only Todd Zeal. 
Dodgers and Mets, first pitch coming up at 410. I'm David Vasse, and this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's Tyler Anderson going up against Jacob DeGrom tonight at City Field. First pitch in the Big Apple is at 410. Still to come, Tim and Rick will get you the keys to the game. Plus, we'll take a deeper look into this pitching matchup as the best lineup in baseball is going up against one of the best pitchers in baseball. David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. We are joined right now live from New York, a man that spent 16 seasons in Major League Baseball, two years with the Dodgers in 1997 and 1998. He's from UCLA, and even though he's a great analyst for SNY and the Mets, he still has his roots with an 805 area code. That's the one and only Todd Zeal. Hi, Todd. Dave, how are you, man? Good to have you. Uh... A little chance to chat prior to this other big game. I know New York is renting you, but people in Southern California want to hear some Todd Zeal. Well, I'm not so sure how much they want to hear me, but uh, <laughs> you know, home. This is this is home here, and then uh, California is always home, and I always go back there uh, during the off season and spend um, as much time out there as I can, and uh, you know, get the beautiful sunshine on both coasts. Hey, Todd, I know you're knee-deep in video getting ready for the game tonight. This is a big matchup, not just because it's the two best teams in the National League, but the best lineup in baseball is going to face Jacob deGrom tonight. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup, and I think you you take nothing away from uh, Tyler Anderson either. He's been very, very good, and he really stifled the Mets' offense last time around, so I think it's a good matchup overall. But, um, look, Jacob deGrom is a guy that has – you know, been at the top of his craft for the last few years when he left baseball last year um, with the injuries in middle of July. Um, he was at the absolute top of his game, having a historic season, um, taking a long time to get back on the field. I think Mets fans were really hoping and anticipating uh, to see him back earlier, but it's been no disappointment since he has gotten back. His velocity is there, his, uh, his mechanics are there, his slider has been outstanding. And, um, you know, right now I think the Mets are just trying to stretch him out to make sure he's ready for this stretch run into September and uh, hopefully deep into October. There's a good chance the Dodgers and Mets may hook up in the postseason. So what's the cat and mouse game between DeGrom and the Dodger hitters tonight? And then what do you take forward in a possible October matchup? Uh, It's a great question. I don't think, you know, the one thing about Jake, is that there's not a whole lot of cat and mouse. I think guys um, can scout him, look at what he does, watch his successes, and figure out that he's got two dominant pitches, maybe the best two pitches in all of baseball, analytically as well as uh, from a success standpoint. He's got a 100-mile-an-hour-plus fastball that he throws consistently uh, for strikes, and he's got an amazing slider to go with it. He also has a great curveball and a good changeup that he uses much more rarely. That usually is second or third or even fourth time through a lineup. But 
um, fastball slider. There's no secret about it that those are the things you're going to see. And um, when he's commanding, which he usually does, I mean, his uh, strikeouts per nine are out of this world. His walk ratio is out of this world. Um, he's a guy that you know you're going to get three pitches to attempt to hit, and you better be ready for him because they can continue to get better. Um, and because of the fact that he has such a smooth, mechanically sound delivery, it's so repeatable, it looks the same out of his hand every time. And so guys know that they're in for a challenge when they go up to face him. Todd Zeal is our guest. He's an analyst now for SNY. We all know him as a man out of UCLA, was drafted as a catcher, moved to third base, and had a great career in Major League Baseball. Now, Todd, uh, what are the chances the Dodgers and Mets see each other? Do you feel like it's inevitable that these two teams are on a collision course for an LCS matchup? Um, I don't think anything is inevitable. I think there are certainly very good teams um, in and around the National League. And there's also, um, you know, the great thing about baseball and especially October baseball is you never know what you're going to see in a short series. And even a seven-game series um, is still something that you're never quite sure how it's going to end up. I mean, Atlanta was down uh, to the Mets for 103 games last season end up winning the world championship. So um, they're a very good team. They've been really, really hot. They're on the heels of the Mets. The Mets have found ways to hold them off, but that because that's because they're very good, not because they've been giving ground because the, the Atlanta has been gaining ground. So there's teams out there that can certainly throw some good pitching at you, have some quality offense and find some ways to win. I just do think personally that the Mets and Dodgers are the two premier teams in the National League, and I think the Braves are right right there, uh, close second or third. Well, we can feel the excitement all the way out here in Los Angeles, Todd, last night and certainly as we get ready for this game. And it would be great for baseball, for the Dodgers and Mets to see each other again in October. Always great to catch up with you. Thanks a lot for the time, and hopefully see you soon. My pleasure, Dave. Anytime. There he goes, Todd Zeal, now an analyst for SNY. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. Leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Mets, a playoff atmosphere at City Field. When we continue, we'll break down tonight's pitching matchup. I'm David Vasse, and this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Mets getting set for first pitch from City Field at 410. Tonight's pitching matchup is presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like Sleek. New Camrys are arriving daily at Toyota today. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. We make it easy. Tyler Anderson this season on a great mission to October 13 and 2 with an ERA of 239. The 32-year-old left-hander is facing the Mets for a second time this season. 
On June the 3rd at Dodger Stadium, Anderson pitched six scoreless innings against the Mets with five strikeouts and limited New York to just three hits. It was a game that the Dodgers beat the Mets uh, six to one that day. So Tyler Anderson will be facing New York for the second time this season. He's two and one with an ERA of 297 and five starts during the month of August. The Dodgers are facing one of the best pitchers in baseball tonight, Jacob DeGrom, who's three and one with an ERA of 215. He missed the first four months of the season with a shoulder injury. When he's healthy, he obviously is one of the best. And since 2018, DeGrom owns owns a 195 ERA in 96 starts. The last time DeGrom pitched, he went six innings, allowed one run, and had nine strikeouts against the Rockies. The last time he faced the Dodgers was back in 2019. He pitched seven scoreless innings, but never factored into the decision. So should be a very interesting matchup between the one of the best pitchers in baseball against the best lineup in baseball. We are just 15 minutes away from first pitch between the Dodgers and Mets. Keys to the game are next. I'm David Vasse, and this is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. We are just around the corner from first pitch from City Field at 410. Tyler Anderson against Jacob deGrom, the pitching matchup in game two of this three-game series. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. All right, time to head back out one final time before first pitch and check in with Tim Nevert and Rick Monday at City Field. Guys, David, thanks very much. Key to this one is how the Dodgers get their hits off of Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom took a perfecto into the fifth inning against the Rockies his last time out Thursday. His velocity is a little bit up with the fastball, a little bit up with the changeup. So uh, he's been back and pitching very well for the New York Mets. But the, the key thing is the offensive approach and how the Dodgers can take advantage of, uh, of anything they get from DeGrom. I think also, Tim, with Tyler Anderson, is he going to follow the same pattern that was successful last night, Andrew Heaney in particular? He worked the ball upstairs. A lot of the Mets hitters, it kind of held them rather quietly. Speaking of making adjustments, if you're a hitter, maybe not a good night for thumbs if you're facing Jacob DeGrom. Why? Well, he averages between 96 and 102 miles an hour yeah, 99.3 on the fastball 93 on the slider and also 93 on the changeup for DeGrom Dodgers have won 16 of Tyler Anderson's last 18 starts he's 10 and 2 in that span and also they've won 9 of 12 against the Mets since the start of last season Mets Dodgers game two from City Field in New York David all right Rick Monday and Tim Nevert will have the call just around the corner my hype my pomp and circumstance is over. I'm David Vasse, and this has been Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Dodgers and Mets are next.